Hey guys, welcome to Anchor. Um, if you guys are interested in creating your own podcast, you can create a podcast with Anchor. Anchor is free, and you can use it on your phone or computer. Also, Anchor has a lot of different tools where you can record and edit your your uh, podcast, and it'll sound great. Okay, so um, when I first started doing podcasts, I started doing it on my computer. And I was using uh, different softwares, and it was kind of difficult to do the editing tools. However, Anchor has a great editing tool that you can use. And also, you can also share it on different platforms, such as Spotify, Apple, and Google. And, you know, it's, it's no problem, no hassle, guys. So if you're thinking about also doing your own podcast, check out Anchor. Hey guys, welcome to ASAT Night. Welcome to the room. And tonight I'm going to talk about Takashi 69 and his situation. And I know a lot of people want to, you know, judge this young man on snitching. So I want to talk about snitching. Okay. Um, I'm African American. I know uh, Takashi 69 is a part of the Latino community. Also known as a, he's also known to be a part of of um, the Blood Gang 6ix9ine, uh, Trey Bloods, all right? Um, I'm not gang-affiliated or anything like that, but I do understand the gang culture. Uh, I live in Atlanta, and we, we also have 6ix9ine Trey Bloods that are here in Atlanta. We also have Crips um, that are rolling 60s here, um, South Coast and West Coast. And we have a lot of local gangs that are here as well. Uh, we have Latino gangs that are here, uh, MS-13, Serenos, and things like that, that are actually here in Atlanta. And with my experiences with gangs and gang culture, um, it's really sad. Um, I used to work inside the school environment, and a lot of time the gang culture reaches children that are between the ages of nine to 13 years old really, really fast. Uh, when I worked inside of a middle school, a lot of the kids were becoming um, BBA, non-trade bloods, Billy Badass, non-trade bloods. And what I saw in those kids were, they were very dedicated to the gang life and the gang culture. And they realized that it's power in numbers. That's, that's the first thing I realized about kids that actually joined the gang. Um, a lot of kids were a part of the gang, and the way they recruited was was crazy. Um, the kid that was in the band was in the gang. The kid that was in the comic books were in the gang. The nerds were actually in the gang. And then the kids who had learning disabilities and things like that, they were also inside of the gang. Um, the rough kids were inside the gang, and they all protected each other. And... One thing about the gang culture that I end up really realizing is and why that kids are gravitating toward the gang. I don't know. If you're my listeners, I want you guys to realize something that there years ago, kids had a bullying issue. They was getting on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and they were literally hurting themselves and even killing themselves in front of the world because they couldn't take the bullying issue. So I feel like with my personal experience and working closely with these kids that are a part of gangs, that they solved their bullying issue by becoming stronger in numbers. 
Now back to the 6ix9ine situation, and I'm gonna tie that in to the 6ix9ine situation. 6ix9ine um, was a busboy, and he was discovered while working as a busboy. Um, he had the look, you know, light skin, Latino kid. Um, clearly, he has the wits, and clearly he has the skills because I listen to 6ix9ine while I work out, and a lot of his beats and things like that. Uh, they was catchy. A lot of his lyrics were catchy, and I enjoyed a lot of his music. Um, just simply just to work out and vibe to, not to listen to uh, as far as lyric content goes, because he's not a lyricist. He's not up there with the J. Coles or the K. Dots or the Drakes or um, the Meek Mills or any of the current MCs that are out here busting it as far as lyric goes that you can vibe and learn something from. But he was. He pretty much trolled a lot of people on Instagram, um, Facebook, and social media and called them out. And I believe that Takashi 69 like those kids that I um, was able to mentor and learn the gang culture from, gravitated toward the blood gang because he understood that it was power in numbers. He understood that it was protection under the red flag. I don't think initially he was about that life. As far as shooting guns, robbing, um, the drug transaction, the extortion and things like that, that actually came from actually being in the game. Because, like I said, kids as young as nine years old joined the gang. And I don't think Takashi 69 joined the gang that young. So I don't think he fully understood what the gang culture was about and what he was really getting himself into. So um, from looking at social media and the news and watching him get on the stand and tell on those gang members um i feel like he's looking out for himself he's looking out for his life and he's looking out for his child life and also um you know maybe his family life however the gang culture is very dangerous you know they have a far reach a really really far reach i don't know if you guys ever heard this but a lot of times Gang members inside of the jail will set out a hit and get you killed from inside of the jail. Like, that's how crazy it is when it comes to gang culture. Um, the whole snitching thing, there's a lot of guys that actually snitch. You know, we got a uh, um, American Most Gangster, Frank Lucas, took out how many people that he actually moved those drugs. Well, we saw Denzel Washington play Frank Lu Lucas in that movie. And the one cop was able to flip him to give him less time. Frank Lucas did time, but he also saw the daylight. So at the end of the day, there are other people out here that have snitched and, and has been able to live a normal life. But there are some things that happened to Takashi 69 with the Bloods that I want to talk about. So one, he was actually kidnapped. And the kidnap that happened is actually on camera and film. You know, also in the reports, they say that um, the Bloods were actually extorting him for money, that he was the bank, that they was taking money from this guy, stealing money from this guy, and he couldn't really do anything about it. His life was actually in jeopardy for these guys. Some of the murders and the hits and things didn't even come from 6 9 They came from people that was around him. They was using the money from rap to buy drugs and flip it and support their family. They was just eating off of this young guy. And I think he actually, you know, he got tired of it. And they took Takashi, I feel like the feds took Takashi 6 9 down 
because he had the most to lose. And anytime you have the most to lose, they are going to get you. Same way Michael Vick was got, even though his cousins were the ones that uh, had the dog ring, but it was Michael Vick's home. He had to serve the time. It was because he had the bigger name. He had more to lose. Takashi 69 is a young, uh, young man, and he has a huge music career ahead of him because apparently he can make hits. You know, um, I was listening to one of his records, and he uh, he did a Hispanic record with another Hispanic artist. And I don't know if you guys understand this, but in the island world, in the Hispanic world, these guys love, I mean, love 6ix9ine. Just like they love Cardi B. When Cardi B does a record with them, if you go out the country and visit one of the islands, oh my God, they love, they love Takashi 6ix9ine and they love Cardi B in the Latin community. Um, because they see their success, they see their flavor, they see the style, and they actually emulate it. Um, so do I feel that his snitching was wrong? No, I actually don't. And I'm pretty sure some of my listeners might be like, hey, Ace, you a snitch or whatever, whatever. Um, how could you condone this snitching? But if you've ever been in the jail and you sat in a cell by yourself or a whole you'll understand that some people are not conditioned to live in that environment. If you've been doing it since you was nine years old, kind of like those gang members that was at, young, that, that, was at that middle school that I was actually at, um, then maybe so because they were conditioned to go inside of juvenile hall. They did time for different crimes and stuff like that through juvenile hall. And then some people end up transferring over to adult. So they've actually been conditioned. Um, I haven't heard anything about Takashi 69 criminal history to know if he did any juvenile time or even any petty time for a suspended license or anything like that at a local jail. So him being behind federal bars and facing up to all those years in prison, he was looking out for himself. I mean, he's a young man who wants to give their whole life up for people who are extorting you, who are making um, sex tape with your child's mom who actually did the crime, selling drugs, and, you know, pretty much making threats every day that they're going to kill you. You say you're going to kill me? You're going to take my life? I'm supposed to take time for you? Well, you know what? Hey, I think I was I would probably snitched on those guys as well, you know? Um, these are the prices that you have to pay whenever you join a gang. And hopefully the youth or anybody out there that hasn't been doing any gang activity, if you're not raised in it, if it's not in your block, in your hood, like in California where those guys grow up, that's where they live at. It's kind of a survival thing. If you want to do it just because of glamour, just to get popular, just so you can get on, you know, social media and throw up a red flag and it's not a really part of your lifestyle, realize this. The gang life is a real culture. This is a real thing. You know, um, don't get out there and join a gang if you're not willing to do the time or die or, sh or or actually pull a gun out or rob somebody and actually do what the gang is saying that they do. I will not advise you to go out there and do any of that stuff. And again, I'm, a, I'm not affiliated with any gangs or anything like that. I do not condone gang, act gang activity. Um, I've seen what it did to the youth. I consistently see what it does to the youth, and it's a struggle to actually pull those kids back in. 
Um, so that's how I feel about the Cash 69 situation. Um, did he make the right decision for himself? Uh, maybe he did. I feel like maybe if it was me, I probably would have did the same thing as the Kashi 69 based on the things that the gang actually did to him. I don't think they made him feel welcome or 100% a part of the gang because they was extorting him. They used him as a puppet. So I'm going to end on that note. Till next time, guys.